welcome to episode 30 of the how we see things podcast um it's stays my next and i'm here with dan dan how you doing hello hello everyone yeah i'm good i'm good um first obviously you know we have to share our condolences with with the young lady that lost her life mm. at the okay that's in in London last Thursday, may her soul rest in peace. I believe her name is Rebecca, um, a mother of two. So um, really, really sad set of events. And um, pass our condolences on. And uh, yeah, please don't give to any GoFundMe's. I think the family has said that the GoFundMe's are not set up by them. But yeah, sad, sad end to that particular. Yeah, it's really, really sad when, you know, uh, life is lost, especially when it's lost in such a um for lack of a better term like frivolous manner um but like we're here to talk about people who you know are tasked with a great deal of responsibility um oh. might be falling short and who also right. might be the subject of criticism um we're here to talk about elon musk um the new owner on twitter and the replacement for you know trump's replacement as the person everyone talks about the ultimate Rorschach test um, for ideology in 2022 right now is Elon Musk. How do you feel about him? Let's 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 hear from you, Dad. Where do you fall on the spectrum? Elon Musk. All right. So genius, I think genius, evil, or or um some weird combination of both. I think he's bored. I think he's in many ways. This is a man who owns numerous businesses. You know, in the tech space, obviously. We know about Tesla, um, we know about SpaceX, we know about his mining endeavors as well. So he's always been interested in tech and in variations of it in terms of application of tech, uh, what I'll call real world manifestation of tech. Social media for him, I think it was always an ideological based issue. Mm. He's clearly right wing. He's clearly someone that believes, at least he thought he believed in the in the um, principle of free speech. But what people don't realize sometimes is with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that Elon is finding out that it's very easy to criticize when you're not responsible for things. He used to criticize Twitter a lot for how they handled things like um, investigations or screening of tweets or dealing with issues. It's very interesting to see that, uh, you know, he is very reactionary. Um, when he got criticized, for example, by um, a number of verified journalists, um, he then decided that he was going to in- initiate yeah. some player out, essentially. Of, yeah, of he was going the- to suspend them for a while. And exactly. then, you know, he was going to suspend them for a while and then put a post asking if they should be reinstated. First, like a four option post um, poll, then a two option poll. I think um, they're back on Twitter now, but like, I, I, I guess like one question, uh, another question I would have would be, um, what do you think this conversation is really about? Like, are we just talking about Elon Musk as a celebrity? Um, is this a free speech conversation? Is this a billionaires in the society and the dangers of such wealth being accumulated in one person's hand? Um, what 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 exactly do you think is the underlying like important thing that is like running through everything here? I think it's the idea of monopoly, like you say. So the idea of 
power being vested in in too few hands and there's there's a saying that power corrupts that absolute power corrupts, corrupts so. absolutely <laughs> um so you have to look at it elon musk is a multi-billionaire businessman who is already used to getting things his own way and i think people need to get that into their psyche for most of us who perhaps have salary jobs or who might be you know small business entrepreneurs or who don't own a business you might not understand the kind of want or the drive for control and Elon Musk is someone that likes to be in control and I think when he looked at Twitter he saw a platform where it was very Twitter was very egalitarian. You have to look at it the way it works, the way it operates. Anybody, a lot of people will disagree with you or will disagree with <laughs> characterization. Um, it's it's it has a potential for egalitarianism. Let me say that. So maybe that's a better characterization. There's the, there's the idea that if you tweet something, that tweet could go viral, right? That tweet, um, I point you to tweets such as you know, um, tweets about the kind of Biden elections. Um, and SARS, things like that. We've had all these kind of tweets that blow up about the World Cup, even for example. So any tweet can go viral theoretically. Um, and in that space, he found, I think, the need to have his speech. And it's a, you know, I always say this: human beings are inherently selfish. Now you need to look at what are Elon Musk's um, motivations in terms of speech as a right winger. He probably felt that okay. Twitter was somewhere where like it was actually very even, right? Between right and left. Like the right have their bulwarks on there, the left has their own mobilizations. But then one has to say, okay, did he feel that the left was overpowering the right? And I think especially I mean, that's what that's what the narrative is about yeah. Twitter, about San Francisco, about tech companies in general, that they are like, you know, beholden to this work. I think they're demographical issues though. That's... Like that he didn't take into account. Like you say, we're talking Silicon Valley, we're talking Valley, um, we're talking the West Coast, um, we're talking the young millennials, right? We're talking the, maybe the 40s and, a, and below, kind of 40, 18 to 40. But then if he really wanted to go and hear some right-wing leaning stuff, he can go to Facebook where the demographic is slightly older, stretches a bit longer, maybe even 18 to 65. Facebook, on- Facebook serves like a different purpose and like yeah, you know, yeah. the the way to think about twitter largely is as like a news making um um or news platform. sharing news disseminating essentially like it's it's where things happen it's where things ultimately go viral um you know it's it's intersected with other things like instagram and tiktok but like in the space that it is it's kind of punching above its weight so its competitors you know are like google facebook tiktok and it's much smaller than you know those three um both like in terms of like the user base um in terms of like finances um so like you know it's it's in a unique position compared to like the other ventures that elon musk has found himself in um his companies are usually trying to solve like a large you know life-changing problem um, oh. So like climate change, for example, with really exotic um, electric vehicles or, you know, sending payloads to space or oh. trying to like create tunnels. It's all like super futuristic like shit. And it's really big ideas. It's, you know, in spaces where no one else is doing 
um, what he's doing it's in a space where you can establish like a cult following essentially because you're speaking of like some large um, grand vision and it's in a space where just because of um, the nature of what he's doing he gets the benefit from like government um, grants and the benefit of the doubts as, as regards to like when profitability is expected so I think like Tesla just made a profit like for the first time um, either like this year um, or last year but Twitter is is not like that. Twitter is a small um, um company. It's you know it comes with like it's ninety percent of its revenue comes from ads, and if you know ad buyers basically companies who would ordinarily advertise don't want to have their ad ads popping up, um, below or above a tweet where somebody is saying some racist, homophobic, um weird shit because Elon Musk is trying to make you know, Twitter, a place where everyone can let their, like, free flag um, um, fly. I guess, like, the, the if, if you ask me, like, what's, what it's about, I think it's it's the ego of, of one man. Um, some yep. of the theories I find um, interesting are that, like, you know, or one theory that I find interesting is that he actually um, believes exactly what he's seeing. Um, he's becoming a reactionary as lots of wealthy um, white old men um, tend to be, he is powerful and has acquired, you know, a really powerful tool in Twitter and lots of powerful forces um, recognize it. So for example, when he had a spat with um, Tim Cook and Apple, Ron DeSantis, the front runner for the Republican party, you know, went as far as to suggest that um, Congress should investigate um, Apple or you know call hearings about this and everyone should be clear that like Santos is somebody who is not afraid to use the power of the government to pursue like um you know conservative like ideological ends um he yeah the believer in like the robust aggressive use the government to achieve um conservative ends theory of of politics because they are righteous and ordained from above to do so um, but I mean. Yeah, they have that. They have that kind of ideology, and definitely, I think Elon Musk kind of realized he's not one, but he's, he's captured. Only... He's captured by his audience essentially. So he spends a lot of time on Twitter now, just responding to people who like tag him in like weird like right wing shit or the like stare up shit and like the whole like Twitter files. So he's he's becoming a character that he's not going to be able to um, break out of because like the further you go into the rabbit hole like you know just just the deeper you get into it and the more it becomes part of your identity so he goes to um san francisco he goes up on stage um you know he gets booed by lots of people he comes on twitter and says that like 90 percent of the people there were actually cheering for him and it was 10 percent booze even though like it's the video is obvious to everyone that it was booze um he shares you know files with with people um by weiss and mataibi he, he's not paying the rent in the San Francisco office or many of the offices. He's not paying contractors. Like Twitter is like under like serious like lawsuits, like with many people right now because Elon Musk is just like, fuck everybody. You know, he's doing his own thing. Some people are sleeping in the office. Um, I mean, it's, it's, really sad. it's a really sad decline. And I mean, last time I... I mean, would you, would you call it a, would you call it a decline though? He has, like what I'm saying that he uh, has replaced, he has replaced... One more um, Donald Trump as yeah. the the thing he spent 44 billion dollars on Twitter and he's blocking people 
as he feels like, essentially. Like, yeah, I mean, let's let's talking about let's talk about the blocking because reporters for the New York Times, CNN, yeah. and Washington Post were kind of some of the people that he locked out of their accounts. You know, all 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 because of this issue of doxing, which he alleges claimed as a result of uh, a tweeter who was basically live tweeting um, his location in terms of where his private jet was landing and taking off from. So backstory. Yeah. A, a young boy, 20-year-old boy or so, started an account called Elon Jet that yep. tracks like tracks had been posting like publicly, publicly available information on you know Elon Musk's, I think, like private jet like movement, basically. Okay. Um this account has existed for a long time. It's been something that has been used to troll um Elon Musk. Basically, Elon Musk doesn't like it. Um apparently somebody was following his it's child nice. somewhere yeah. in, in LA or so. And, you know, he said it's because of this person who posted his um, links to his private jet, like, information that caused, like, this thing. And he he framed it in some really, like, inflammatory way, suggesting that, like, you know, the person was trying to get him killed. Um, we now know that, like, he never filed, like, a police report or the police was never, like, called or informed about anything. Um, and, you know, he suspended that account, suspended lots of journalists who tweeted about the um account or who tweeted like links to um his Instagram or like you know other social media pages. Yeah, Twitter's released um uh we'll come back to that point, just hold that point. They've released an update tonight that third party links. So links from link trees um to any other website that promotes um perhaps the individual's business or a lot of people use Twitter for business or for like, um, like you say, it's very much the hub for the creatives, for the artistics. So they will link to things that they do or like their projects or their mm-hmm. works off the Twitter. And now apparently that's that's now being considered um, as, as well as in a chaotic night. He's also asking people if you should step down as the head of, of Twitter. Um, or Wait, what? Yeah, he said that he did, he did a poll. So yeah, live live shock reaction for statesman next there. So um, so he's having like a public meltdown, basically is what you're saying. It, but it's the dissension of of Elon Musk. Um, so he did a poll where he's unsuspended the doxed um accounts, the accounts who according to him allegedly sent his location and the docs. So he did a poll. People said about sixty percent um voted for the ban to be lifted. So he's lifted that. Although he was being criticized by the EU and the UN, because there's obviously legal ramifications for freedom of speech, for how information is being used. If you're banning accounts that are legitimate, um, kind of, um, you have to look at journalists as kind of like the people who verify the news. So if you're banning those kind of accounts on Twitter, you're stopping discourse. Like you're, you're again, he he calls himself the champion of free speech, but it seems to. Non speech is, you know, anything that he doesn't like seems to be up for free game. But if by banning those accounts, he would essentially be restricting their ability to work as well. If you think about journalists, they need to use Twitter, like you said, Twitter is a disseminate news dissemination, news origination source. So there were issues there with the EU and the UN issuing statements about those bans of actual legitimate, you know, accounts of reporters for those leading, um, so New York Times, CNN, and Washington Post. So he's removed that ban, as far as I'm aware, but he still banned the Elon Jet. The Elon Jet account is still banned. Banned. Uh, personal vendetta now. 
Yeah, and apparently he's, I understand that he's taking legal action against this um, 20-year-old guy and some other people. Um, and then he, he's, yeah, so I'm saying, Twitter's privacy policy was updated to say that users may not publish or post other people's private information without their express authorization and permission. Um, and I think the UN are kind of looking at it that this is a restriction of media freedom. The, you know, the UN is under Secretary General General, sorry, Melissa Fleming said, media freedom is not a toy. A free press is the cornerstone of democratic societies and a key tool in the fight against harmful disinformation. Mm. EU Commissioner Bera Jourova had threatened to have sanctions under Europe's new Digital Services Act, which said, which she said requires the respect of media freedom and fundamental rights. So I think, like we say, he's kind of in this spiral where if you imagine him as this kind of um, sat in this multi-million pound bunker with screens everywhere, kind of mm. surrounded by pages of tweets and screens of Twitter, and he's just like descending into the ever, Twitter is like a living organism, right? And he's just allowing it to consume him in terms of the discourse, getting involved in the minutiae, you know, when he came on board, he decided that he was going to get rid of a lot of kind of the information verification services. Let's call it things like that. Moderation. He was going to get rid of things like that. Um, but I think he needs to take a step back, to be honest, um, because if he wants Twitter as a private entity that makes him money to thrive, he needs to step back and allow the business to kind of operate on its own without his touchings you know he doesn't need to be getting involved i don't know if he can do that to be honest mm -hmm. but we we are, we are entertaining ourselves um to death and elon musk is a victim of this as well like basically he's like i said he's captured by his audience like he's caught in a spiral of celebrity um not just as a celebrity elon musk businessman celebrity elon musk free speech um crusader um celebrity Elon Musk, you know, genius messiah of hard work ethic. Um, he has people essentially celebrating sleeping in the office and signing ridiculous um you know agreements to work hard or to grind through like hard hours. Um Kara Swisher basically reports that um you know people in Silicon Valley like this because the tech companies have felt a bit like bullied by the media and by congress um you know of late and you know with regards to, like all the privacy issues and content moderation issues um and the likes that and the whole russia i guess like i think that happened in 2016 um so like he's 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 caught up in in the celebrity of it all and you know if he steps down even even if he steps down yeah. like he's still going to be the owner i think effectively he might just not be ceo um i don't think he has found somebody to buy because oh yeah, he'll still be no no. I think he's gonna struggle as well at the valuation of what is it fifty two dollars or so um per share. Um, so he's gonna struggle to get someone to buy Twitter at that that price. Yeah, I mean it, it it depends on it depends on what his goal is because now effectively he has signed himself up for just like political nonsense essentially like with the whole like Twitter files released with like Barry Weiss and Mataibi and the whole like the shenanigans that they're going into now about like the FBI and um, Biden and Hunter Biden and all that stuff like he has signed himself like and like the my pro my pronouns are prosecute Fauci he has signed himself up for like uh, a lifetime of like partisanship and he has made him has turned himself into like a right-wing guy 
Um, so he's going to have to live with that now, even if he doesn't like, even if he doesn't, um, you know, on Twitter anymore. Tesla's like stock has fallen. Um, I think like spaces that he would have been able to go to and be looked at as like a maverick or something. Now he might be seen as a crank, um, you know, more like he's a very wealthy man. Um, so like, you know, I'm sure he's going to be okay. Uh, he's going to be very okay. But like, um, is the public perception about him has changed for sure. Yeah, yeah that, definitely. And that, that's going to be difficult to navigate. Anyway. Yeah, investment, that's a huge part of investment, as you know, in terms of um, him going into any further business ventures, like you say, going into big partnerships with reputable companies. Because as much as people like to think that you can say whatever you want, your words do have consequences. Like all actions have consequences. So the fact that he's been taking these kind of very authoritarian um pseudo-libertarian you know libertarian kind of extreme libertarian i would say the, the idea like he's going to free up twitter and but in doing so you're putting the very fiber of what makes it work at risk so things on twitter that you know like the whole blue tick thing you know there was talk about oh is it eight dollars twenty dollars that kind of, that wasn't the issue for me the issue with the whole blue tick thing was it serves as a way prima facie at least for people to understand where the source of information is mm. because twitter anybody can create an account people often have multiple accounts um so what the blue tag did as a very initial kind of barrier for information kind of review was to let you know that okay the person who's tweeting that is staking themselves in a way you know, they have that level of popularity and they're shining a light on themselves. It almost makes them self-reflect because if a if an account like that posts something that's crazy or like imagine like an, F, an athlete or something yeah. posting something that's really, you know, they, they will be held accountable essentially for what they've said. That news can be generated as being authentic based on the fact that it came from their account. You can, it tells you that that person said X, Y, Z. Yeah, so it's so to to verify that, like you know, the person is who they say they are. Yeah. So that that was the biggest kind of risk was the idea that anybody essentially, you know, because he said, oh yeah, you would have to submit like your driver's license information, personal information, maybe banking from I don't know whatever. Yeah. But reality. He's gotten the back of his staff. How is that going to work in practice? Is there is there still the resource at Twitter to ensure the level of of you know? I wasn't sure about that. No, but like you know, you know what what I said before about like um, people in Silicon Valley and a lot of like old school, old fashioned like people feel like Elon Musk has a point and they appreciate like his you know no prisoners like approach to business. So they've laid off like. A good chunk of the workforce and the site hasn't crashed um i i i think you know good faith people can accept that twitter was probably running with some fat um it was probably bloated like in some ways and yeah, you know, definitely. it's 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 a it's a it's a ballsy it's a ballsy harsh thing to do to lay off like a bunch of people but like you know there's that kind of thing is always going to appeal to a certain like group of people and you know musk has fans um, and lots of people who agree with, um, lots of people who agree with like um, his approach to doing business and everything. I mean, I I, I think time will tell. Um, like I said, he's going to be okay. Um, Tesla is the number one 
in an electric vehicle, and I think it's going to remain so for a while. Um, you know, his his SpaceX thing is is doing well. Um, whatever he does next, people are going to be interested, and he's probably going to be able to raise a shit ton of money to do it. Um, you know, so he's 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 doing pretty well. Um, I guess like to 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 kind of to kind of close things off. Do you have any? Do you have any um odds for who the next um Twitter CEO might be? I saw somebody suggest Joe Rogan. I mean, that's an interesting conversation to have. Like mm. who, Twitter Twitter is is in many ways um a social, it's kind of a social institution, right? It's it's think of it as the center of the arts or as you would kind of um a center of cultural attraction, even because I think whoever has to be CEO has to have great administrative understanding, understand how apps work, understand how people work on social media platforms, understand how you have to have things in place. So this is the thing that I think that Elon kind of underestimated. You do need structures in place for such a worldwide phenomenon like Twitter to work. So you need someone who's organized, but also somebody who will put the right people in place. So your CTO, somebody who's them. also willing to collect a bag of shit because that's what's yeah, yeah to deal with the public. And that's where Joe Rogan, to me, I mean, I don't know the man too well. I've heard about yeah, his no, um, I don't think that's a serious suggestion. I don't think I don't think he has the bag for that either. He's not got the funds. Um, I I don't no, know. It's, it's it's not a it's not a sale thing. It's a uh, you know some some CFO from another tech company, some CMO right. somewhere, somebody like you know somebody coming to take over, um, some person who becomes a new celebrity. Okay, like figurehead, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I would say figurehead, a new CEO. Um, right. you know, Elon Musk will still be Elon Musk, and oh, no. obviously try right. to establish like you know some kind of separation. Well, I think it has to be. Elon can work with. And I think that that if we're being practical and if we're being realistic, he's not he's not gonna go for somebody center left, <laughs> left or center, should we say. So um probably an American, um, I would have thought, probably somebody who's very social media savvy, um, potentially a former journalist or someone in media. Uh, perhaps so um i don't know I don't, I don't know who fits that profile if i'm being entirely honest um i don't know who his close associates are in the world of um kind of media okay. so yeah, I mean, but that's the kind of profile of person yeah no i mean we we, we will be watching and it, it will be fun to see all these other sites mastodon posts i don't know post it all these new sites that people are trying to create. So I don't think Twitter is going anywhere um, anytime soon. Uh, but it's been real. This had to be a quick episode because there were technical issues. Um, yeah. That was... have us using Zoom now. Zoom seems cool. Um, we might give it a try again. Um, even though it might involve but we still some policies like that's true. Yeah, there, there's some people who reside close to Silicon Valley, but they have tech issues. Um, yeah, no tech issues. They happen. You know, most self care tech issues. <laughs> and um, everybody, we need to we need to get you some new new uh, microphone equipment. I think. Um, but yeah, no. Do let us know what you think about our little. In a Musk episode, do share, like, subscribe. Let us know your comments. It's a fast-moving situation. So um, there's news that was presented to Statesman X that he hadn't even heard. Um, mm. this it is... happened just now, did you know? 
literally what can we say we we give you the news as it as it is you know mm. right off the bat um okay so yeah, so yeah thanks, thanks for join us on the next right. episode yeah thanks bye